Oh, All line. right, we are live. Welcome, everybody. Hi. This is uh, this is Divi Chat episode one thirty three, and uh, today we are going to be talking about our favorites. Let me mute my YouTube here. Talking about our favorites. You think I'd learn this after like one hundred and thirty three episodes? But <laughs> uh, favorite <laughs> books, podcasts, and blogs. I'm guessing related to, uh, you know, to web development, uh, to any sort of like digital, digital creative, uh, since all, all of us are kind of in that realm. So I can't wait to, uh, to dig into this topic. But first, let's introduce this awesome panel we got here. And uh, let's start with Nathan, a, a face who we've had on before, but not a, not a regular. Good to see you, Nathan. Hey, nice to see you. Oh, you want me to introduce myself? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> who are you? Say uh, something yeah. about yourself. I'm, I'm Nathan, uh, Nathan B. Weller, as I go by on the internet. Um, someone stole all the Nathan Weller domains. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I work for Elegant Themes as the content manager. Um, that includes uh, editing and managing the blog, um, all of our social channels, YouTube channel, uh, basically any and all content efforts we have, um, I usually have my hands in it or am, and or managing it. So, um, you're a busy guy. <laughs> definitely not, not a one person show though. We have an amazing, amazing team of five full-time content creators who, uh, I would be lost without. So shout out to them. All right. Good to see you on it. I'm sure most people who are active in the Divi Facebook community know who you are. Cause uh, whenever we see you posting, I get all these alerts like Nathan posted yeah. in like 20 different groups. <laughs> and it's always like exciting news, an awesome layout or some new feature update. And, uh, you got a fun job with that. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. Leslie, how's it going? Good to see you. It's been a while. Hi, guys. Um, I'm Leslie. Leslie? Thanks. Um, yeah, I haven't been here in a while. I'm, I'm back. I just walked in the door, so I made it just in time. Um, I am a designer down in Texas. And you can find me at a girl in her Mac dot design. All right, good to see you. Stephanie, how's it going? Hey guys, I'm Stephanie and I'm coming at you from sticky hot Charlotte, North Carolina. Gross. <laughs> Thank goodness I work inside all day and don't have to wear pants. And uh, let's see, who do I wear? I run a company called Focus WP, which has white label WordPress maintenance for busy digital agencies. You can check us out at focuswp.co or hit me up in the chat. Good to see you. And I am Corey Jenkins. I'm coming at you from Prescott, Arizona, where it's not too hot and there's really no humidity, just to rub it into you guys. Sure. <laughs> uh, you can find me at aspengrowthstudios.com, divi.space, divi.chat, bookandplugins.com, and uh, various other places on the web. All right. Well, um, I'm excited about this topic. I'm, I'm not... Uh, I, I probably don't do enough of this a, as I should, um, you know, a, a, as far as, you know, the kind of self-learning and, and that sort of thing. I, I used to be really good at it, but kids and uh, other things have gotten in the way. But um, yeah, you know, as, as uh, web developers and professionals who are always trying to better ourselves, better our careers, which we, I, I think anybody, regardless of their field should, should be doing, um, you know, us, we're, we're, we don't always have like contact with like a huge like support group of, uh, of people, you know, we're often 
like all of us are here in our little home offices. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we need to hear some outside perspectives on things. So it, it, it is very popular, I think, especially in the web development community for people to turn to podcasts, books, blogs, things like that, uh, not only for technical learning, but also for, for self-help. So that's basically what we're going to be uh, talking about today. And um, I, I guess we'll kind of just uh, just start this off maybe um, before we get into any particulars, um, maybe, you know, how how turning to, to these mediums have like helped us out and maybe how often we, you know, do listen to podcasts or read books and, and things like that. So I guess we can kind of share our, our own experiences and then we'll start start digging into some specifics after that. And who, well, who volunteers to go first? I will start. I, I will say that I used to be really, um, really into listening to WordPress and business type podcasts. Um, but most of my friends, if you know me, I'm, I'm like kind of addicted to true crime stuff. So I've kind of gotten more too into like the Dateline and like all these, uh, so many podcasts have popped up that have to do with true crime now. Um, so I kind of veered off, but um, yeah, I started, I think WP Watercooler was the first one I ever listened to that was WordPress related. Um, and in fact, that was kind of one of the inspirations for Divi Chat. Um, but yeah, I, I used to be a lot more involved in the, in the podcast part and, and I need to get back to it. <laughs> this will jumpstart, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Stephanie? Uh, what is it you want me to say right now? Like what my podcast sitch is? <laughs> I am... Or, or, or any, any sitch, just, you know, maybe how often you... Uh, well, you, I am a... Uh, I'm very ADD brain. Like I need, like when I'm doing menial tasks, I need to have like things filling the space inside. <laughs> So the pinball doesn't like make me crazy. So I, listen, I like will put on audio. I love audiobooks, podcasts, all of it. And I love true crime and I love fiction stuff, but I, I sort of rotate between all of that and business stuff as well. I don't listen to a ton of like WordPress specific ones, a couple, but I really do love a business podcast. And I think um, like if I'm, if I'm doing like, even especially during the week, if it's, if it's on a work day and I maybe have to run an errand or do some laundry or get a shower, whatever it is, if I put on a, a novel, then I'm just like, I take twice as long and I'm all blah. But if yeah. I put on one of the podcasts that really like, then my, the juices start flowing and I get really pumped and I'm like ready to get back to my mm-hmm. desk right away. So I use it as a little tactic. Yeah. yeah that's a good idea. Bump you up. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Nathan, um, I, I have a, I have a feeling from talking to you in the past that you're uh, always listening to a podcast or, or reading and yeah, always. I mean, so I, my take on, on this stuff is that, you know, whether it's professional development or not, it's kind of, especially as a, uh, someone who works remotely or maybe you're a solopreneur, um, which I've been both. Um, but I consider it part of the job, you know, part of the lifestyle at the very least, but a very real part of the job to inspire myself. That's like one of my responsibilities. Like if I'm not engaging my brain, my emotions, um, my body, even in a way that is, is energizing me. Um, so like, you know, if I'm feeling lethargic, I need to walk, whatever. Um, those are, those are just things that I take pretty seriously. So one way um, I guess we can, do you want to talk about specific media right away? Or did you want to talk about like our approach or attitude towards, towards like uh, these things? Yeah. I, I think first kind of, kind of the approach and then we'll, we'll start 
I think then we'll start going into specific, uh, you know, media. Okay. Um, so that. like one thing that my team and I does here at Elegant Themes is we actually have, we use Asana for project management and we create like, so uh, part of our year um, we have these performance reviews and the performance reviews have specific categories for areas that we feel like are important. Um, and so what I do is I, I create these like uh, optional growth plans for everybody on the team, myself included, where they can say, well, here's a category um, that I feel like I could improve on based on my last performance review. And I'm going to go in search of some resources to help me in there. And then we create this project where each quarter we have a handful of things that we either want to read, a uh, course we want to take, something we want to listen to, maybe a conference we want to go to, whatever the case may be. And just try to tick it off our list throughout the quarter. And then by the end of the year, hopefully we've engaged and grown um, in a targeted way, you know, towards a category or a skill set that we feel like we're, we're lacking in or that we can just improve on. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. It's been a very disciplined and focused way to approach it. Um, Everybody goes at a little different speed depending on their workload and stuff. And and like I said, it's optional because I don't really think it works if someone's telling you what to do. So it's it's more like, hey, this is available to you if you want to take advantage of it. Um, And if not, if you just, you know, want to do your own thing, that's cool too. But I think it's been really, really neat to see um, some other people on the team take advantage of it. And I've got a big list of, of books and courses and things like that, that I'm working through as well that um, have kind of empowered me, I think, and inspired me to, to do better, but not just do better in a general sense um, or based on what's trendy in the tech community. It's like more focused on my particular job and role right now. And I think that's pretty important because the culture of like inspiring businessy stuff that's out there, like it's an industry unto itself. And if you get caught up in it, it can almost become like, like inspiration porn, you know, like, what do I need to, <laughs> yeah. like, why do I, like, for instance, there's all these like businessy and venture capital and, and uh, podcasts and startup podcasts out there. It's like, what do I need to know about raising capital at this point in my life? Nothing. It's not, <laughs> I don't that. So why am I listening to hours of podcasts about, you know, people patting themselves on the back for how brilliant they were at raising, you know, a series <laughs> A or whatever. Like they're just, it's pointless. So like that, I try to keep it pretty focused and that's, that's kind of my approach to it is evaluate where I'm at in my life and create a game plan specifically for that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. I, I think a lot of people are like inundated on Facebook and, and elsewhere on, you know, like, like you said, like the, the hustle porn type of type of stuff, yeah. like Gary Vaynerchuk, if you're not working 80 yeah. hours a week, you're failing and, oh, yeah. um, and, and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, I, I've always kind of had, uh, you know, a, a different, different approach. And I've tried to, to read stuff more about like, you know, um, relative, like, you know, income, like I, I love hearing stuff about how to accomplish stuff faster, work less hours and then have more time for, for personal stuff, for the family. And, and to me, that's, that's what important, what's important in my life. I have two kids, another one on the way. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, to me, my, my family is the most important thing. Business comes second. So I can't justify listening to, um, you know, a podcast on, uh, you know, <laughs> beating myself up about like, you know, not, not working enough or something like that. Um, yeah. And you know, I, 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 I think, 
leading in, into my myself, I, I, I used to have an agency um, in California, and then I moved to Arizona. And I got back just into like a regular um, regular career. Work, I worked for a radio group, and I was a marketing director um, for, for a big nonprofit. And um, I've always had that kind of, kind of need for like, you know, entrepreneurship. And so kind of in between that period where I was back, like working a regular job, I started listening to a lot of podcasts and stuff. And it, admittedly since, I mean, you know, getting busier and busier, you know, the companies have, have taken off, the, you know, having kids. I don't listen to as much as I used to or read as much as I used to. I could do a lot more, but I love like when I'm working or like hiking or something like that, listening to music. Um, for some reason, I have like a hard time focusing on podcasts when I'm doing other busy work or, or yeah. uh, focusing on not like tripping and falling on my face in the middle of the woods. <laughs> so, so yeah. And um, I, I think it is a good idea. Like if you, if you are working with people like Nathan said, um, you know, to kind of share those resources, I know uh, David and I often do, you know, if one of us does, um, you know, read a book or listen to a podcast, we try to share that stuff back and forth. It's nothing concrete where we make a list, but we try to try to communicate, you know, if it's something worth, worth hearing, um, then we try to share that with, e with each other. So it's kind of interesting because I find sometimes when I'm, um, I listen to podcasts or audiobooks a lot when I'm just doing things around the house, like washing dishes or cooking. And sometimes I'll, like, I'll feel like if I'm not listening to something while I'm doing something mundane, I feel like wasting, like time. I'm wasting time or something, which is kind of ironic because I'm pretty lazy by nature. Like, in general. <laughs> like I really am. Like I can sit on my ass all day. Um, but what's, what's really weird, but when I'm doing something, I feel like, okay, I can be doing a second thing. And I feel like I'm like, I could have listened to that while, you know, while I did that, you know, and it, it gets under my skin. So I almost always have these and they charge really fast. So that's all. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that they do. All right. Well, um, I, I guess I guess we can kind of jump into um, to specifics uh, that we listen to, and um, it, it sounds like it. Maybe we should jump into like podcasting first. So maybe maybe not only can we talk about um, super meta, Let's talk about podcasting meta. on a podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> the podcasts that we listen to, but also how how I we listen to them. Because <laughs> I, I know everybody uses like different platforms and and, and uh -huh. things. To, to listen to podcasts and some might be more uh, efficient at categorizing and and you know as far as the playlists go so I, i'd be interested in hearing that as well because i'm like terrible at it i'm itunes um i rarely venture out of that but I, i'd like to kind of yeah me too i've stuck to itunes and they used to not have app. um they changed up the kind of the the app for a bit and it made it a little better because i had a hard time like finding the exact episode I wanted to listen to. And then I would accidentally subscribe. And I was like, well, I don't want to download everything. But yeah, I've, I've stuck to iTunes. I've never tried any other real podcast apps. I feel like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like iTunes is not the cool one or something. The way I hear other people talk, like, oh, you, listen, you still use iTunes? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Apple, Apple products are cool, but not Apple software. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is kind of true. <laughs> Oh. I use it. I, I use Pocket Cast. Um, that's my podcasting app of choice. And I think, you know, I, I it's been so long now since I've used iTunes. Does iTunes allow you to create a queue of podcasts now? Like I don't a playlist? think so. I don't know, no. but it that's, really annoys me when I want to skip an episode and then yeah. it just jumps me back to where I left off on the yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. yeah. So, like, to fast forward the whole thing and then. Be- so, Pod- Pocket Cast lets you do that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I like about it because I can like go through all of my podcasts and go, oh, I'd like to listen to this. Maybe not right now, but later. And I can just add it to my queue and then you can rearrange your playlist oh. queue like by drag and drop, which is really Here's nice. Question that's kind of dorky, but can you do it with Alexa? Because Alexa can't um, read my, I would love to just say that, you know, that's just sort of like where I listen to my music and stuff when I'm at home. I, I think yeah, Audible, well, I, I don't know about like podcasts. Audible, you can. I know, for, oh. I know for books, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. With the Apple podcast thing, you know. Alexa and I, I tell my Alexa to play my Spotify. Um, I've never tried anything else. So check it out. Oh, Spotify oh, has podcasts now too. Yeah. So Pocket yeah, Cast no, does have um, Alexa support. Oh, cool. That's gonna be a selling point for me. Yeah, I yeah, think so, I'm gonna try that now. So I, I know, I know um, this particular podcast is on um, quite a few, quite a few different uh, mediums. I know iTunes is like by far um, the you know the, the biggest, most used. Um, but I I think that's just like people being comfortable with it, like you know sticking with it over over the period of time. So Nathan, what's uh, what's in your queue right now, man? Well, so that's the funny thing about my podcast is I actually don't listen to a lot of professional podcasts or like uh, podcasts about my profession. I like to listen, and this is actually goes to sort of my mentality about personal and professional growth anyway, is I like to get outside of my field. Um, I think I'm a big cross-pollination person. Like I, I think that the more you can bring in from other areas into your discipline, uh, the more unique your perspective is going to be. Um, that's not to say you should learn your profession and learn your craft really well, but um, you know, at a certain point, like, you know, if you're just doing what everybody else is doing, it's really hard to stand out. Um, and so I listen to philosophy podcasts. I listen to science podcasts. I listen to long form story podcasts. Um, <laughs> I just don't listen to like, you know, I <laughs> listen to um, Gimlet Media's startup uh, series. That was pretty cool. But but then again, it was like, I just didn't find it applicable to my job. You know, it was a, it was about a guy who left a career in public radio where he had like celebrity and investors and his network his, his professional network and he was able to turn that into getting seed funding for this big podcasting company that he wanted to create. And now they have a whole bunch of podcasts and I'm like, okay, that's great. But like, you know, again, doesn't really apply. It's sort of that hustle porn stuff that we talked about. It's just not that helpful. Um, in audio format though, what I do find extremely helpful is uh, the great courses on audible Um, there's so many like college level courses that you can listen to their lectures. And I like to listen to their, uh, courses on psychology, their courses on writing composition, their courses on, um, uh, critique and analysis. These are all different things that sort of intersect with, with what I do as a tutorial and a technical writer. Um, and someone who leads a team of people who do that is where I can go. 
you know, if I just learned like formal critique and analysis and it's my job to review something, I now have a new lens through which to look at that. I'm not just looking at other people's um, reviews and going like, how, how'd they do it? Maybe I can do it the same way. It's like, well, <laughs> how can I apply principles of, of analysis to this? So I find stuff like that really, really helpful, but I don't really think that's something that um, I've heard a lot of other people <laughs> talk yeah. about. That's I got really into um, revisionist history. I forget the dude's oh, name. Oh yeah, but I love that podcast. I For a while, that. I was listening to it, like every day. Like it was just so interesting, and everything was you know. He's written. So I love his books. He's good, too. and I love his voice too. He's got a great podcast voice. <laughs> uh huh. What is his name? What is Malcolm, his name? Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm yeah. Gladwell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love yeah. So, so Nathan, is is there any level of like interactivity like during those? Do they mention like a website you can go to for? Uh, for certain materials or anything like that or or is sometimes, it sometimes yeah mainly just like you're sitting in a in a class like listening to a to a lecture yeah i mean in a lot of ways it's just like you're listening to a lecture occasionally they will have like a pdf download or two that you can get along with the audiobook um, which is pretty neat and if you get it through the great courses website it's more expensive but it comes with a lot more resources like you'll get more downloads and I think sometimes they even have like the video of the lectures available too which is kind of cool but again I, I like the audio format uh, these are wireless headphones so I have them I always have them connected to my computer and my phone and I'm like walking all over the house listening to whatever I'm listening to like when I get up from my computer so well I yeah like that's to what I was gonna say the um the downfall with that audible stuff that's where you said you listen to those right yeah yeah they they're a lot of their stuff you can't take mobile, which drives me crazy. Oh, have to be on Wi-Fi. I'm telling you, I thought I was oh, behind yeah. because I'm like, you guys are like an audiobook. <laughs> like, why would I not want to listen to this in my car? Why would I not want to listen? Like, because I would go take a. I was listening to this one because they do like, it's not exactly podcasts. It's not exactly audiobooks. It's like little short series things. It's like yeah, yeah. And I was listening to a, a story or a report or something on there. And I was like taking, I would go take a walk and like five <laughs> houses away, it would shut <laughs> off. And I was getting so furious. I'm like, what am I doing? And I called support and everything. And I was like, you mean to tell me? And they're like, well, yeah, that's weird. And I'm like, they're like, well, it's, um, you can't do that in the app. Can you like, do, what about downloading? A mobile that? app on my phone. Why do you even <laughs> give it to me? on That's my weird. phone what do you think like i have to stay home and listen to it on my phone so okay. is that their like radio stuff where it's like a I, streaming I, show instead of uh radio. download I, let me i'll open my app and look while we're while yeah because because yeah. most books i've gotten on there you, you can download i haven't had that it, the books into- you can the books you can i've used yeah, it yeah. Uh, okay oh channels channels oh i see they yeah. call it channels so the- for time, <laughs> but they're only over wi-fi which like i still huh. can't <laughs> Isn't that bonkers? So anyway, I'll just save you guys all the like frustration and uh, tech support phone call. Yeah, I, I listen to it in my car a lot. The things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, all the courses, all the great courses stuff that I mentioned, they're all downloadable. So I, I haven't run oh, that issue, but that's good. frustrating okay. if it was like an education channel that you're trying to use. I know. Um, <laughs> you're like, I'll do TED Talk once in a while. Those are interesting. I, th- I really, I was like, I'm losing it. Like, how can I not figure this out? <laughs> Yeah, TED Talks another great one too. I I definitely get on there from time to time and we'll I love like yeah. create a playlist yeah, and Yeah, TED Talks if I do it's go like, down a rabbit hole of TED Talks. Yeah, it's like it's 
it's like when I'm laying down at night and on like my fire stick TV or something, there's a Ted talk channel. And for some reason, I, I like to watch the Ted talks, even though the guys aren't really doing anything. Uh-huh. Or, or, or I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, for some reason I, I like to, I like to watch those. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other, any other, uh, highly recommended, uh, podcasts? Oh yeah, I got some. All right, I like um, the ones that I like for. I mean, I like all the true crime stuff too. I love it. Leslie, we'll talk later. <laughs> the Dirty Johns and the criminals and all that. But um, uh, my current like go tos are Duct Tape Marketing by John Jantz. He's great. I really like his. Some are longer, some are shorter. Some of them are only like twenty minutes because sometimes you just can't. Like it's just an hour. It's just a, a chunk, you know. And um, I really love Marketing School by Neil Patel and Eric Sue. I used to listen to that one. That's another one. They're like five or 10 minutes only. So it's really, it's a perfect like shower podcast. And um, I- Shower podcast. Yeah. You know, like 10 minute shower to listen to a podcast. I I mean, we got to give a shout out to WP the podcast, our buddy Tim Streifler and David Blackman. But, um, which is really good. There's tons of good little nuggets in that one. And uh, I used to listen to the Tim Ferriss show. I haven't in a while, but I would always pick up some stuff. Those are long though. Um, And then another one that is not directly business related, but it's kind of is how I built this. This is kind of a new one. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That was interesting. It is interesting. It's just, you sort of hear somebody's journey and, and how they built their business. And it's usually like big, like Tom's shoes, I think was the one I listened to or other ones is I've like grown up and grown into like billion dollar companies so it's really cool to hear their like journey and their story and stuff so those are um those are my big ones as far as the podcasts for work one i haven't listened to in a while but for designers out there um honest design the honest designer show is what the full name um that one's pretty good it's it's got a at least three or four on the panel every time um yeah that one's pretty good for design i don't listen to any design ones I just hire that out. Yeah, I'm. I'm just terrible. <laughs> Nobody it, it cares help. about design. It is in the. <laughs> oh, I care. Design. I care. <laughs> I care about design. I just can't do it. I'm glad you listen. I'm glad Leslie listens. Like, I don't know if listening to a podcast is gonna be. <laughs> I think some things are just. Yeah, I'm, I'm beyond help there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know. WP the podcast and some of those other short form podcasts. I, I, I think, I think a reason that WP the podcast has been, a, uh, uh, as popular as it has is because it is, you know, just easily digestible pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those, those 10, 11 minute chunks of like information that stick to one subject and people can like hop around and, and listen to exactly what they want to without having to like sift through, you know, and I, and, and no disrespect to Divi Chet here, uh, but sift through like an, you know, an hour long episode and maybe an four hour. <laughs> yeah, sift past stuff that doesn't pertain to you. Um, but, you know, and, and, and a lot of people do love, you know, maybe while they're driving or doing other stuff to listen to the whole podcast. But I think it's good to have a mix for. I, I used to listen to Divi Chat time. before I was running my mouth on it. Before you were, before you were on it. Yeah, I know. And it, now, now I hate listening. Before I hit the big time. <laughs> Um, yeah, a, a, a podcast, like, uh, kind of like I was mentioning when I was like trying to motivate myself and this was over like a year, year and a half span to like get back into being a freelancer, being an entrepreneur. Um, I used to listen to, um, entrepreneur on fire, which is, uh, John Lee Dumas. And he's still doing that, that podcast. He's, he's like a workhorse with content creation. 
Um, but what, what I really liked about it is just how many people he interviewed and like all their different experiences. And I, I, I you know, there were some that I'd skip over, but some even like if they didn't pertain on anything, like you, you thought that you would, you know, get help from listening to this episode. Um, you'd always get tidbits from like different people in different industries that, that you can kind of learn from and you can relate to them even in your industry. Um, so I, I, I thought that was what pretty was that, cool. Corey? What was that one? Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur on fire. On fire. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. John Lee Dumas. He's, he, he has that podcast and he's like a, uh, really big on like teaching other podcasters, uh, how to be successful. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's up there in like the top, top five podcasters. The uh, Matt Report is a pretty popular one, right? I don't think I've ever listened to it, but I always hear the name, the Matt Report. Like it's one of the oldest, uh, one of the first Matt. WordPress. Matt, M-A-T-T. Oh, like the yeah. Matt Report. I've been I on that one. AirPod just jumped out of my ear. You, you, been, been on that one, Nathan? I think so. Either that or he has a couple of the, he has a couple podcasts. I can't oh, remember okay. if I was on one or one of his newer ones, but um, it was while I was, I've been here at Elegant Themes. Um, What's up with Divination about... Podcast? No, actually, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have bandwidth issues, basically, in terms of like the team. You know, there's, um, you know, the person who would be doing it right now, um, Mac is. We've made plans for him to take it over, and his video queue is like you know, thirty videos long for him to. Wow. to create it's like how do you you know how do you throw yeah. a podcast on top of that so yeah we've been i mean it's it's one of those things where like we've been dying to get back to it but at the same time you know like it's it's really hard to once you commit to doing a certain number of things every single week it's like something's got to give at a certain point or people just don't get to go home to their yeah. families <laughs> yeah no that that reminds me of this because what divi chat has been around i think two years in october and um in the past three, four months, we never used to have to cancel, but, and we do have less people than when we started, when we started to be mm-hmm. chat, I think we had like 14 at one point. Um, I think we're down to nine, but, but yeah, it's, it's not as easy. It hasn't been as, as easy with coordinating and just life stuff, but in the past three or four months, we've canceled like, I think four times we're in the first year. I think we did once. So, so yeah, you know, I mean, things catch up and sometimes, you know, the bandwidth of, of all that. So yeah, we've, we've faced yeah. that. <laughs> it, it probably has a bit to do with the season and, and people traveling yeah. and stuff too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it has it has happened more frequently. But I, I wouldn't call it burnout because I, I always look forward to, to being on it. There are some weeks where it's like, you know, you're, you're so busy. It's kind of like, all right, well, I'll do it. And then you jump like right yeah. back into work. But uh, <laughs> it's fun. Uh, another one I, I do want to mention because to me, it's like, it's a really different um, per- perspective um, into, you know, it's, it's different than most like WordPress developer podcasts. And, uh, this is, uh, hello WP. Um, it's Josh and his brother, Micah from WPM, uh, from WPMU dev. And, uh, Josh, Josh has been around, you know, the, the WordPress world longer, but his brother, Micah, um, started getting into it. And it's kind of like a beginner's uh, perspective of getting into the WordPress, uh, not only development aspect, but also like the community and, and kind of just like from, from the beginning. And so you're kind of like, you know, watching him grow as, as a podcast goes on. So anybody, um, you know, anybody who, who's starting out might need something to listen to to kind of relate to that. Check that out. Uh, hello, WP. So those guys are always out pushing it pretty heavy. Awesome. Awesome guys. And uh, it, that, that one's definitely recommended. 
Hey, we got a bunch in the chat. You want me to call a couple of these out? Ooh, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know they, they got a lot of a lot of stuff in here today. Okay, hold on. Uh, somebody likes your shirt for starters. That's important. Your bodybuilder shirt. Um, <laughs> someone said they missed divination. Uh, no. And let's see here. A uh, couple shout outs for Divi Chat. They listen in iTunes and binge listen those. So that's good. Um, okay. Ted Talks got another shout out. Uh, oh, it was Pablo. Pablo's the one that misses Divi Chat. Yay, Pablo. Um, another Ted Talk. Man, that's a big one. Another Divi Nation. Man, deep, the Deep End and Deeply Graphic. Do you know those? And Creative Boost. And design domination. These are from Lily Sky. Sounds like somebody you could uh, listen to podcasts with, Leslie. Design domination. I like that. I know, <laughs> right? Uh, WP Builds says Miro. He says that's a good podcast. Um, someone's learning Bulgarian with the podcast. Eric is. So that's a thing. Nice. Okay. Smart passive income. Eric has a lot of suggestions, by the way. Eric listens to a lot of things. I, I have heard of smart passive income, yeah. He hit me up in yeah. Facebook. I got a few of his other ones. The Thomas Jefferson Hour. I don't know what that's about. Is that a business one? Great name. Um, okay. It's Thomas I, Jefferson just talking. <laughs> For an hour. Oh. <laughs> really quiet. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's a bunch of them. Uh, iTunes University, uh, which is interesting. That's a good idea. Um, I want to shout out. There's one called um, WPMRR WordPress in Word WPMRR WordPress podcast. Um, Christy Chirinos, who used to work for Caldera, now is with Liquid Web. Her and somebody named Joe Howard. I don't know who he works for or what what he's in, but um, they've had this podcast for I think about a year now. Um, but that's WordPress related. Um, it's pretty good. That's five stars. So. I yeah. want to throw a question. Yeah, Joe Howard's a, a good dude. I'll, I'll pull his company up because I'm blanking right now. Go ahead. How, how do you all? Um, what do you? How do you absorb and revisit the things that you learn? Because I think you know one of the things that um, I'm really, I don't know. I, I realized early on when it came to this, these types of this types of media um, was that it's much easier to consume than it is to actually put the things I learn into practice, especially when the consumption process is so inspiring. It's like, oh yeah, let me just get to the next <laughs> one and get, like inspiration, dopamine hit. Um, yeah. So it's like, I think it's easy to get in this like inspiration cycle where you're constantly learning new things, but not really putting much of it into practice. So I didn't know if any of you have like ways that you are intentional about going, ah, that's awesome. I'm going to now use that in my life. You know, do you have a, uh, a way that you do that intentionally? When I used to build sites more, I've, I've been front end for a long time now. When I used to build more, I used to try out like what I hear about a plugin on a podcast. I'd go look at it. I'd, you know, maybe download it, play with it. I, mm -hmm. It was definitely more, um, more interested. It, it was easier for me to kind of, okay, let me try that. Let me, you know, see, see what they're talking about. Once I got out of that, I, I do notice that um, it's a little one ear out the other sometimes, not everything sticks. Um, but yeah, I guess it depends on what I'm actually involved in in work and whether I'm going to put it to practice or even try, you know. Um, but that's a good point because it is one thing to listen to it, but, you know, 
is that it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I used to actually, and, and this was probably more with, um, uh, I'm going to say like a hundred percent self-help, but like, you know, business, uh, you know, learning and improving your, your company type stuff and, and some self-help. I, I used to like, you know, jot notes down, like, you know, sticky notes of important things and like, you know, c- keep them on my desk um, of, of things that I thought were super important that I wanted to, to try to improve upon. Um, once again, I, I haven't been as good <laughs> at doing that, but, but things do stick out to me. And a lot of times I'll like revisit, um, whether it be like an audiobook or a actual, you know, um, paperback or, or, or a hard, hardbound book, um, you know, fold over the pages and try to highlight certain things. So I, I can kind of turn back to them and, um, and, and every now and then I, I maybe a couple times a year, I'll, I'll go back to like the same couple of books and, and just kind of reread some of those things to remind myself. Um, so, so, so I guess speaking to that point, like, um, as, as far as like retention of of stuff, uh, do any of you guys find like a huge difference, uh, of like listening versus reading as far as like what you retain or I actually can't, I never read. I only do, uh, I only do audio books. Reading puts me to sleep. It has since I was little. I've never liked reading. It's just not, I, I just can't sit there and read. Um, so yeah, that excludes me. So, so you got in trouble in school a lot for sleeping <laughs> I I sometimes like change. So like, I will sometimes um, start something in audio, and then I go, "Oh man, this is so good! I need to get the physical book." And so I'll go ahead and listen to the whole thing, and I'll usually order the book, and then when I get it, I'll actually go back through the written one, kind of skim to a chapter that I remember read that and kind of much more slower go through and highlight or underline or whatever. And then I can do what you talked about, um, Corey, which was, you know, at a future date, I might say like, for instance, in my current growth plan, I have revisit, you know, several different books that I've read in the past and have all highlighted up and underlined. And so, um, so organized, Nathan. I know. You have a growth plan? (laughs) I didn't have a process, right? So like, is like just consume it and if i find it powerful enough that i want to go back to it then i'll take notes on it and if i find it valuable enough that i want to revisit it more than once then i usually make sure those notes get put somewhere permanent like a like a text file that i have so like i use scrivener for like long form writing um it's a great app super affordable if if you do any kind of serious writing i would definitely definitely recommend checking it out but i have a like reading journal document on there. So every time I read something that I'm like, I want to have my thoughts on this in one place that I can reference back to, I'll transcribe any physical notes I have, whether it's in the book or somewhere else into that and kind of add to them over the years so that I have one place where it's like, that's my, those are my thoughts and my takeaways from that book. And then when I want to revisit it, I can just go to open that doc up and kind of check it out. That's so I'm so jealous of that. I've only one time I bought the book that I listened to. And that was um, off at first. Uh, Mostly because like there's even in the book, he's like, I know this is tough in an audio book. He's like, because it's like a chart (laughs) of like, you should do this column with this and that. And he tries to describe it. But like, if it's something that I want to go back and say, like, I just need to go look at that one page again, like to be able to try and rewind and find it, you know, you just can't. So, so that's the only one I've done with that as because I've wanted to use it as a reference, but for the most part, I don't, I could just, I usually stick to the, 
to the audience. In fact, I've, and I don't know, Leslie, I don't know. I think this is different than yours, but lately I've been feeling so scattered that I can't sit still and read. Like I can't quiet my mind enough. Like I will just read the same paragraph 50 times and I'll just be like, ah, forget it. So I um, think I've gotten so used to narrating too. Like, well, especially huh. with audiobooks. I mean, like I'm like I'm in the Discovery of Witches, the trilogy right now. And it's like a movie in your ears. Like they do the yeah. voices and stuff. So yeah. I've gotten used to that, you know, and now I'm like kind of critiquing about like, oh, I won't even listen to that. Their narration sucks. Like, you know, like it makes a difference now. Like, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I've gotten uh, I'm used to that. So are we going, are we on to books yet? We yeah, I say, I say let's move on to books. Let's do this. I mean, I started with, with Profit first. Um, the other like one that's going to be on everybody's list, right? Emeth. The Emeth. Emeth Revisited. You, don't, you never heard of the Emeth? That's like a super uh-huh. famous business book. What? You got to read it. It's really good. And um, let's see, what else do I like? I, um, I've also started, I've, I'm bad at like reading halfway through a book, which is terrible, but uh, never split the difference is on negotiating. It has nothing to do really, really with business, but kind of, it's super fascinating. It's this guy who was an FBI, I think it was FBI negotiator. He would get like high profile, like kidnappings and stuff like that. And he, then he ended up teaching, like teaching the negotiators how to negotiate mm-hmm. with them and stuff, but it's super, super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Another one that might interest this crowd, like all you guys, is Alchemy by Rory Sutherland. I listened to a TED Talk by Rory Sutherland and just immediately went and bought his book. Like, he was so good and so funny. You should, have you guys heard of him? I, I think <laughs> I heard of the book. One of the big shots from, like, Ogilvy or something like that. Oh. And, uh, he's a marketer. Like, that's Marketing what he mind, does. Yeah. And, man, go, you guys, check out his TED Talk for sure. And then I'm um, just a little bit into the book right now, but it's so fascinating how he approaches marketing. So that's good. And then there was another okay. one that I have in print. It's a tiny little skinny one called Anything You Want by Derek Silvers. You can literally read this in like 20 minutes. And it's just a nice little like go get them tiger kind of thing about him <laughs> starting a business kind of. So those are my... I have typography and design books. Does that count? I don't really read them, but well, no, but those are you have to have like a full shelf of design books. Open them for like inspiration or <laughs> yeah. An yeah. audio book on typography. <laughs> That's what you should do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the tea has this little syrup. The, the typography podcast. <laughs> That's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Love that. <laughs> Yeah, I I think, um, you know, for for freelancers and stuff, I I think it is important to have a a mix between the technical and the marketing because you're not only doing a lot of of the work, Stephanie, but you're also out there selling and and branding your your business. So so that's that's a good that's a good mix of stuff there. I know David's not here, but I want to speak for David. Um, He keeps telling me about this book, Unfuck Yourself. Um, He said it was really good. can't remember exactly what it's about but i'm pretty sure it's never even read it she just wanted to say the yeah i i actually because david recommended um that one to me and i i did the audio book on it while i was like i was traveling down to phoenix and back uh i'll listen to that one too and i I listened to it it's it's a lot about just like retraining your your brain uh, Ah. to be to be like more you know more positive and saying you know it's it's a self-help book but but the perspective it's from is like really cool and the guy who wrote it and he also um reads it is um this like uh, i think he's like scottish and he he's really funny he has you know cool accent makes everything a little bit easier to, to listen to um so yeah that, that one's definitely recommended 
Thank you for saying it for me, Leslie. <laughs> um yeah yeah so that's a good one um so i i've read i've read a few books from these guys and it's jason freed and um david uh david heinemeyer um of base camp and a lot of you have, have heard of heard of base camp i'm, I'm sure and they have mm-hmm. a couple of books out probably their their most famous one is rework yeah. um, which i i think many entrepreneurs and people starting tech companies and, and things like that have have read um this one What's is that one, one? Um, it's, it's called, it doesn't have to be crazy at work. And this is kind of what I was talking about earlier, how, how I didn't really, um, you know, agree with like the Gary Vaynerchuk, um, you know, philosophy and it's just, you know, saying no to like 80 hour work weeks, packed schedules, endless meetings, can't sleep, which is always a problem I have Sunday afternoon emails. And it's, it's, it's a really good read for when you're trying to find that like work life balance, which I think many of us have, have struggled with. And we've had, Dewey chat episodes, um, on that before. Um, so yeah, I, I, other than that, I, I, I do have other books uh, that I read. Um, I do have a book called brand warfare, which is, uh, geez, it's probably about 20 years old now, but, um, I used to be more, more involved in the marketing world. Um, and, and that's a great book. Uh, I also have a book called the sales Bible, uh, which for me kind of like a pseudo introvert is kind of good reading some of the, some of those books, the sales types, um, books, you know, that kind of give you tips on like, you know, meeting people and being better at introducing yourself and not acting like a total weirdo in public. And <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have, I have kind of an awesome mix, but I, I'm not the greatest, um, reader at home. I have a terrible time finding the time to read because of kids and stuff. And if I do sit down and read something, it's going to last maybe two minutes before they come up and like rip the book out of my hand and yeah. <laughs> and I'm playing Ninja Turtles or something. <laughs> so usually I, I buy books when I know I'm going on a trip or I'm going to be on an airplane or something where I, oh, I know yeah. I'll have the time to like sit and read. So I love that time before a trip and you like prep all your little stuff and download your stuff. Okay, what am I going to listen to? Yeah. I get <laughs> books and magazines. New shoes. And I'm going to write. <laughs> then I get on the plane and I'm like, hey, I'll just watch a movie. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> another tiny bottle of wine and i'll watch it <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right uh anybody else have any other uh, highly recommended books yeah i got some books I'm, I'm uh, sure yeah. story brand is coming up a little bit in the chat which i was just turned on to and i don't know a lot about it yet but i've seen that has been like zinging past in a few a lot the chat's pretty live and active today i'm having a hard time keeping up but yeah story brand there's podcast and um a book story brand is a website right probably it's a it's um that miller, so familiar it? something miller but he's rebranding that's oh. yeah, story branding. i don't know if that's the same thing or not and hadley's and hadley's everybody writes got a shout out by john williams john has a lot of good things here Oh, Don Miller. That's the guy's name. Don Miller's story brand. So um, maybe you'd like that one, Nathan. Everybody are we jotting some of these down from the chat or uh, should we ha- should we ask people to email I'm it a lot down. Oh my gosh, look at that list. I because if, if, if it was me using an actual pen and paper, I wouldn't be able to read it afterwards. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie's fingers are going to be bleeding after this. <laughs> today. Yeah, no uh, That's cool. Maybe we can like, um, for the show notes, do a list of our own of the panel's books and then we'll uh-huh. also list the um you know some of the some of the live listeners books here as yeah, well i got some of those uh, if and, and if some of you miss miss the live chat then 
feel free to email us too at uh, info at yeah. chat and we'll, we'll add them in there. Or, um, or just put it on the uh, comment on the Facebook post. Definitely. Nathan, did you have more books you want to, you want to mention? Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, well, so I, I kind of wanted to bring up a different category of book, I guess, because, you know, I, as I've made a transition from being someone who primarily executes assignments to someone who manages other people executing assignments, um, I've become like really aware. I mean, obviously everybody knows what it's like to be on like the employee side of a bad employee boss relationship or manager relationship. And um, if you, there's articles all over the place about, you know, just how, people don't quit the job, they quit their boss or whatever, and, and how detrimental it can be to just be a bad manager. Um, and I also realized that my own professional life, you know, like my success and the success of my team really depended on, you know, how successfully I could delegate. And if I was actually good at passing my vision off to other people, um, and then managing them completing that task in a way that, you know, left everybody feeling good at the end of the day. So, um, I've actually put a lot of time into reading stuff that's just like geared towards not being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a challenge for you, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> you know what the thing is though? The thing is, is like a lot of it ends up coming back to like taking care of yourself. Uh, a lot of times psychologically, you know, cause people lash out when they don't feel good. Yeah. Right. So I think a lot of the bad behavior of, of, former bosses I now recognize them being just stressed out um someone's breathing down their neck they want results they don't have time for my learning curve whatever whatever and so they say something or do something unfair to me and so you know for me it ended up being a combination as the boss now going okay well what puts me in a good space that even if I'm getting you know even if I'm in a bad spot like how can I make sure I'm treating other people well and so two, two books I'd like to recommend I've mentioned this one before. I mean, I mentioned both these before, but Feeling Good is a great book. Um, this is, uh, the full title is The New Mood Therapy. And this is written by a clinical um, psychologist whose his, his, uh, methodology for um, adjusting your, your mood, self-adjusting your own mood has been proven in clinical trials to be as effective or more effective than uh, antidepressant drugs. So uh, it's just a, a, a method that he teaches you for evaluating how you're feeling and kind of increasing or upgrading your mood through, um, through these exercises. Brilliant. Um, and then this other one's called Dignity. Um, it's a central role in resolving conflicts. And it talks about what dignity is and it's and how it factors into interpersonal relationships. Um, and there's a follow-up book to this coming out that my whole team, everybody on my team who's in what we call like a manager's track, um, who, who at some point wants to lead other people on the team, we're going to be reading a book called Leading with Dignity Together by the same author. Um, oh, work book club. I know. That's cute. I'm excited about that. And I think that's going to be a good one. Good follow up. Cause the, the original one was excellent, but um, in terms of its direct application to work, it was a little, you know, you have to really think about it because most of it is her talking about, um, you know, her experience with like mediating conversations between like governments and terrorist groups and stuff like that. So you're like, well, this is definitely like high intensity <laughs> stuff. 
and she has like one or two anecdotes about the workplace and you're like oh okay yeah i can see that but now she's got a whole <laughs> book just the workspace and so i think that'll be really neat um and then the other another book that i think has been incredibly influential for me in terms of how i operate within the workspace is called tribal leadership and it's all about identifying and honoring and empowering people to act on um, the, a, a core set of values, not, not just like talking about it, you know, not just having like an about page set of values, but actually having values that the people on your team care about. And then saying like, as part of your, um, your delegation process, being like, if, if you have a, giving someone permission, basically to say, if you, if you have a judgment call to make and you can justify how it fits within our values, you, you don't even need to run it by me. Like you, you can do it. Empower them. Yeah. yeah. And so that's amazing. And I found that that's, you know, that's something that's helped me um, just even on our small team, just let people run. It's like, here's what we stand for. Here's our philosophy about creating content. You don't need to ask me a question. If you can ask yourself this question and come up with a good answer, you know, and so that's allowed people to to really run with their responsibilities and take more ownership over their work. Um, and takes a lot of things off your plate as well without having to exactly. micromanage, yeah. make all these little decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Decision-making is exhausting. Um, after a busy day, a busy week, it, it gets, <laughs> it gets exhausting. It's important, but um, yeah, you do have to have that trust in your, in your employees for sure. Um, okay. Uh, Nathan, I, as my team grows, you know, I try to, I definitely want to be a good manager and a good leader and build a team that can sustain mm -hmm. itself. Well, you, you'll just take them out to, you know, you, you get to work in like pubs and all kinds of fun stuff. It's true. <laughs> uh, all right. You guys want to move on um, real quick to, uh, to some of our favorite blogs besides the obvious uh, elegant themes.com. Awesome. Obviously. I don't know how you guys do it. That's thank you. Simple. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, blogging is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Blogging. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, not blogging, but do you have any blogs that you like, that you like to read or you guys um, don't really. I'm to think. Nothing that jumps out actually. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I don't, it's like then, you know, you get your email of different people that write an article or whatever. Like mm. every one of your companies, Corey sends me an email every day. You're welcome. <laughs> We we produce we produce a, a lot of content for a, a lot of content. For it's a a lot. <laughs> so it's we we've we've taken that from the page of uh, elegant themes and uh, it's yeah. It's, no, it's I'm jealous. I wish I I'm working on it. I'm I'm working on getting there. But um yeah. So I mostly just jump to like you know the ones that I've subscribed to when I get something that that suits me. You know, in the morning I go through my emails and then mm -hmm. delete 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 delete. Oh, click you know, delete delete you know, that kind of thing and just jump off to whatever sort of strikes me at the moment and then I work through my tabs as the as the day goes on so um but I don't think I have any that like blogs that I like go to this blog yeah, I don't either in fact I, I'm down to as far as newsletters go I'm down to like five maybe even oh, less and and they're more like it's more like um like CSS tricks type stuff or um that's a favorite co coding related things like examples of cool CSS stuff going on when it comes to reading an article I'm still just basically do a Google search on what, what I'm really looking to read, read about. And I can't say I really, there's one I always go to. Um, but, but yeah, I just, I kind of still do the Google search and just see what Miro says his favorite blog is just reading your Facebook posts, Leslie. 
<laughs> those are those are always interesting. They are, <laughs> especially the. I'm so glad your mom moved near you. Uh, all of a sudden, Leslie's getting a bunch of like friend requests. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, do I know him on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do have some some blogs that I that I read on a regular basis, but I also like the um, aggregated list uh, type type emails. Um, WPMU Dev, like they have the whip, and they'll kind of do like a roundup of just like you know articles that they pick, and it, um, you know, it's it's just real easy to kind of read those over. All right, well, yeah, that you know this this is interesting. Um, and, and you can kind of choose from there. And they always do like a really great job of, of picking helpful um, articles. Um, WP Tavern, things like that. I, I've been reading for a long time. Um, w- one that I love, and it, it's it's um, just because I, I love his like his honesty and and, and his his approach is um, uh, Corey Miller, who who we know um, previously the CEO of uh, of iThemes, the you know the founder and, and CEO of iThemes. Um, he's now doing, uh, you know, like leadership business type, type training, but he has a blog with a lot of leadership, um, re- related content on there that, that I, th- I think is really good. And, um, and yeah, Corey's just awesome to kind of, kind of listen to his stuff besides having like a really cool name. Um, he's, he's well, a, yeah. an honest, uh, <laughs> honest teacher. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of, kind of what I come across. I don't have a lot of um, you know, real dedicated stuff other than things like from iThemes, uh, you know, getting, um, you know, plugin, uh, security updates, you know, they'll send you like a list of like, which plugins have been, you know, have like major security updates that you need to update and, and things like that that are, that are kind of important for us on a, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I guess, I guess tech, tech, you, you just made me think of TechCrunch. That is one where they'll send me a list of like articles and I'll kind of pick through, you know, also, I use um, oh, Google so <laughs> Well, on, on my phone, I use Chrome as my browser. And I uh-huh. don't know how long it's been around, but in the past few months, they added a thing where they'll give you suggested articles based on, I guess, what you search or whatever. Um, and there's a lot of really relevant articles that I read through there, just through the, the their homepage. Talk- the You're not talking about the Google app? You're talking about Chrome? No, no. The Google app does that too. They have a lot of things. Okay, I don't use their app, but yeah, it's probably the same thing. But yeah, on Chrome, it, you scroll down from your search bar and it'll just give you, and you can turn it off, I think. I didn't turn mine off, but it gives you like eight to start and then you can load more. And I usually end up reading like at least half of those. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nathan, Mr. Mr. Blogmaster, I'm, I'm curious to hear uh, which which blogs you, you uh, read on a regular basis. Well, so uh, I think sort of like what Leslie said is I find myself a lot of times, you know, using blogs as information just at the right time. You know, it's like right when I need it, I'll do a search for it and find it. However, I I do subscribe to a pretty significant amount of blogs through Feedly. I'm still like an an RSS fan. So um, I use Feedly Pro. Um, There's like 85 blogs across several different you know, professional categories that I subscribe to. Um, there's Divi and extra blogs. There's general WordPress, web design, web development, video tutorials, content marketing, storytelling, tech, general interestingness. Mm-hmm. And what I like about Feedly Pro is that they have um, all these really neat features, you know, unlimited feeds. And then there's boards that you can create too, which you can actually um, save articles from your feeds to boards and then share those boards and kind of add cur- curatorial stuff like 
you know, like Prentice for blog articles. Yeah, it's almost like a clips page where you can then you can share like a curated board with your team. Yeah. That's Feedly. I thought that yeah. went away. Didn't Feedly go away? I used to use Feedly. No, they they've gotten bigger. I think. Um, nice. They just got all these really cool, um, you know, integrations and features to their pro version now. Like their notes and highlighting is really powerful. Um, they have great search features, um, so you can instead of just subscribing to like a feed, you can subscribe to uh, keywords. And so they'll give you content Ooh. based on keywords that you want to follow, which is always nice. That's interesting. You know, but I would like, the funny thing is, is I don't really intentionally follow any one blog. It's just, I look for stories that are trending within like the, my 85 source blogs, you know? So it's like, I've already done the work of finding the blogs that I think have the best content for what I'm interested in. And then instead of going back to that one source over and over again, I, I just look for what's performing really well and what a lot of other people are finding value in. And I check that out on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, I find that when it comes to blogs, because I don't really know, um, I don't really know what to look for as far as credibility. So I, I almost always feel more confused than anything else on what I don't know what to try. Like I, I know Medium like kind of has guests. If 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 it's something that has like a lot of guest authors, I kind of tend to not. I, I don't know if I should really trust that information or is this this one person's opinion or you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So um, I do always feel like I'm not really sure about blogs. I feel kind of weary. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and opinion articles are always you have to take with a grain of salt because yeah. they're they're opinions. Um, <laughs> Te technical articles, hopefully you uh, test them out elsewhere besides a live site while you're <laughs> taking code snippets and things. Uh, yeah, so that's the great thing about being a technical writer is we can create content and if it doesn't work, you know it. You know? <laughs> and if it does work, you instantly go, oh, I can trust them because they wrote something that works. Yeah. Nick uh, Nathan, I, I've noticed um, the the Elegant Themes uh, blog, and, and, and this has kind of been its evolution over since the time I've been reading it, which has been forever. Um, you guys have have not only focused on technical type web development, web design type articles, but also more uh, leadership, um, time management type type articles. Um, mm -hmm. Was that kind of a conscious decision? And, and do you guys have uh, any plans to kind of branch out beyond that even in the future? Or? Well, so like we we needed to accomplish a couple things about a year ago. Um, one, we needed to have fewer categories, but um, a broader subject range. So we created, you know, we used to have categories that were kind of, they're still there, but we just are using them differently now. And we're in the process of doing like mass redirects and stuff like that to simplify our category structure on the blog. But basically we wanted to get rid of all the old legacy early 2000 trends of like tips and tricks and resources and stuff like that and have it be more specific. So, you know, we settled on a few big general buckets that were, that were not mysterious in any way. So it's business, marketing, WordPress, community, Divi, you know, and then without actually listing subcategories on the content planning side, we have a bunch of subcategories when, for, um, when we plan what to write under each one that we use as kind of guideposts. So like marketing, for instance, that's where all of our, um, like our blogging and content stuff comes down and business is where we put, you know, our management, 
personal development, business development, all those kind of articles go under that. Um, so yeah, that's, that was definitely an intentional thing. And we've, we're able to expand what we write about because we didn't have business and marketing or design yeah. as separate categories. So now we do, and we're intentionally writing more towards those audiences, but um, it's also like a simplification of the blog in a way too, because yeah, we have fewer categories. I, I, I noticed that too, like some of the articles are, it's much more than just WordPress or Divi. Um, in fact, I'm looking at one of my emails and it's boost your business by leveraging marketing analytics. Um, and that's, I mean, that's awesome. Y'all, you're like, you know, reaching out everywhere, not sticking to just the same old, same old. Well, it's definitely goes back to, you know, who, who's our audience, right? You know, it's not, we didn't just want to write about more just because we wanted to write about more. It was, you know, we went back to our personas that we created and what we've learned about our audience over the years and said, you know, like if someone's progressing from a brand new Divi user and we can see different examples of people a lot, you know, I, I think about you guys a lot when I think about this stuff too, is like, maybe you started out as a WordPress user, you discovered Divi that empowered you to create um, a solo business, then your business matured. You're now facing you're a Divi user, you're a WordPress user, but now the problems you think about on a daily basis are not like how to create a page or right. design, it's how do I run my team? And right. so we thought about the, the customer journey, not just with our product, but their actual professional development journey. And we wanted to continue to provide value for those people. Yeah, awesome job. I, I'm always reading your guys' blog because there's just so much helpful information on there. Well, geez, time flew by. <laughs> we, we are just, just a little over time. We, get, we got started a couple of minutes late. Um, any, any final thoughts anybody wants to say? Or... Mm. No? Don't skip the application part. That's my big one. <laughs> okay. Don't get stuck <laughs> in, a, in a feedback loop of inspiration. No yeah. inspiration porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for, for tuning in. Uh, Leslie, do you want to rattle off uh, where people can find us? We, we were just talking about this uh, before oh, the episode. Yeah, I have a list. iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, FeedBurner, Pocket Cast, and CastBox. CastBox, yeah. All over the place. All over and, the place. Uh, and, and once again, we encourage you to uh, leave us some, some reviews, hopefully positive, on uh, iTunes or or uh, Google Play or Google Podcasts. And you can, of course, listen to us on, on any of those mediums. I think if you kind of forget where we're at, we're going to add a few of them to the, to the website that we may not have on there currently. We'll get them added. Um, yeah, and we're, yeah. you can find all our episodes on, on YouTube. Uh, and we obviously broadcast live. Same time, same place on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern time. And um, yeah, episode suggestions. Send those into us. You can send them in uh, uh, through our Facebook page, uh, Divi Chat Facebook page, or at Divi.chat. Just fill out the contact form. And, uh, but before you do, read do a search. If, before y'all send me an email about <laughs> what you're about, search if we've <laughs> talked about it before. If it's been a long time, that's fine. Tell us to revisit. But sometimes, like, you just, you know, just look, and we probably talk about it. <laughs> Let me yeah. Google that for you. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Go I forth and listen. And read. We're live listeners participating in the chat. And yeah, go, go learn. So, go learn. Go unfuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks everybody. laughs> On that note, we'll talk to you next week.